Hello, you're listening to the Raphael Letters. My name is Gabriel Dantes, and today I'll be reading a letter from the Archangel Raphael to a guardian angel named Shariel, who's protecting a young woman named Sarah. Today, in Raphael letter number 18, the Archangel is writing about how each angel is a unique being. So, we're finally going to get into some angelology today. And I'll be referencing C.S. Lewis in this letter. Not the screen tape letters, but Paralandra, his second book in his space trilogy. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It'll be a reference to some random person on the planet Venus. After the letter, we'll read through the meditation questions to help us better internalize the spiritual truths contained within the letter. Stay tuned on Sundays for new episodes, and be sure to click the follow button to not miss out. Click the link in the show notes, www.gmdantes.com forward slash the Raphael letters to read the entire letter and follow along. I also have some exciting news. We have just finished the illustrations for my first book of Ari's Adventures. It's a chapter book series about a little red-headed girl who, through her empathetic powers, can talk to animals and heal people. It is for children age ages 7 through 10 years old, but I know adults who absolutely love this story. And if you want to get it for free, sign up for my newsletter list. For the next few weeks, I'll be providing more information to those who want to read the entire story for free. Though this is only for a limited time, so be sure to sign up soon. Anyways, enough time with that. Let's get into the letter. Without further ado, let us read Raphael letter number 18. Understanding Angels Most beloved Shariel, Sarah has stopped taking her mother's phone calls. This is both good and bad. It is good because Mariana is now begging heaven almost constantly for help, and the Virgin Mother will surely hear her. Though it is bad because Mariana is suffering dearly for it. And Sarah is hardening her heart still further against God through the person of her mother. Much is uncertain about what may happen, Shariel, and I wish for you to be prepared for it. For this danger of Sarah falling into hell may be a real risk to yourself. And I do not wish for you to be ignorant of it. To understand this, how this will affect you, I must speak about the nature of angels. As you are well aware, every angel is totally unique. It's funny that humans conflate all angels into one image of human beings with white wings, as if we were so similar. But each angle is different according to their uniqueness. We are as different from one another as lizards are from dogs, rather than one dog differing from another. Thus, human bodies make them more similar to one another, while our lack of a body makes us less similar to one another, and more variant. There was one human on the planet Venus who met the angel by the same name, along with the angel by the name of Mars. Each of these magnificent angels carried within themselves the archetypes of masculinity and femininity. 
Venus's femininity was woven throughout her being, and Mars's masculinity structured his own being. As the man saw them, Mars appeared rhythmic and geometrically linear, while Venus seemed melodious and outlined with concentric curves flowing from one into another. Such is the case for all angels. Each one bears within itself, as it were, a unique structure of patterns of impossible lines and music of its own theme and arrangement. And these themes are ordered towards their mission. For instance, if you were to consider my being as an ensemble, it would be as if a cello giving solemn notes was accompanied by a violin bearing a hopeful and joyous melody. Or I would be lines that would appear to wrap in and around you as if to comfort you. Your lines are different. For from the beginning of time, it was given to you to protect and guard Sarah. This is your mission and your being is caught up into that mission. And Sarah herself has a particular uniqueness to her soul. While her body specifies her and makes her similar to other humans, her heart is structured by her unique mission. She has a heart for others, for protecting and caring for them. Her heart is like the nest of a mother bird that whirls around those that are dear to her. I speak about her heart because, as you might have guessed, your being is akin to her heart. If her heart is the melody of an endearing, heartwarming song, your being is the quiet harmony to it. The lines of your being intersect with hers since she is your mission. If you are like a splendid tapestry, she is a center point towards which your lines intersect. This is why her actions can affect you. If her soul is crushed because it is in sin, your being will ache for her. If we can speak about aching without emotions, as humans have them, the lines of your being that orient towards her will be away from light, while the lines further out, as always, will be filled with grace and light as you contemplate the sun of justice. This is why when she prays, your entire being is filled with light. It is like a holy wife who is married to an unholy husband. Will not her life sanctify the life of the husband? Quote, For the unbelieving husband is sanctified through his wife. 1 Corinthians 7.14 This is why you have authority over her, because your being is oriented towards her, and you are able to sanctify her through your actions. Thus, the holiness of God pours out to her through you, 
making her holy. But consider the life of such a wife who has an unbelieving husband. Would it not be difficult for her to strive in her faith? Would it not be easier for the wife to be holy if the husband prayed with her? They would be like a furnace of love burning bright up into the heavens. So also it is with you if Sarah chooses Christ and his law. You will both burn brighter and stronger. But if Sarah's soul is dark and empty of grace, it will mean your being must strive even harder to protect her, having less fire and strength than you would otherwise have. This all leads me to my main point that I wish for you to know. I am sure you have spoken with other guardian angels and have heard some idea of what might happen to you if Sarah should choose hell. And I am afraid that may well happen. That is why I wish for you to know what may happen. If she falls into hell, it will be as if your whole being shattered into a million pieces. All the lines of your being, which oriented towards Sarah, who was your singular mission, those lines will be shattered. It will be akin to the worst kind of heartache, as if a husband who loved his wife with a radical love and their lives and hearts were woven together. It would be as if this husband lost such a wife. And when she is gone, he must ask the Lord to redefine the lines of his life. So it will be with you if Sarah should fall. It will require the prayers of the angels and the saints together to re-knit the lines of your being toward some other noble end. And if that should happen, it will seem as if that were how it was always meant to be. Light will shine through the cracks of your being, and as the wounds of Christ became holes to release light, so will the knitted cracks of your being release light for the glory of God. But still always in your being will be the memory of Sarah, and I would spare you that pain if it were possible. So I will pray with you, and I will request more angels to be sent for Sarah. Indeed, I see the darkness about Sarah, and all paths are shrouded from me. I cannot say what will happen next. Servant of his healing spirit, Raphael. I hope you enjoyed this letter titled Understanding Angels. Enjoyed it as much as you can for what we learned in it. In it, we learned about the uniqueness of angels and particularly how guardian angels are ordered towards the soul they are defending. The point of these letters is to bring some spiritual awareness to what is going on all around us, to help us enter more fully into these letters and the unique themes. I have composed the following meditation questions, which you will find in the show notes. 
While I encourage you to write down your answers to these questions in a notebook to help you engage in them, I recognize that not everyone has the time or freedom to do that. So if that is the case, then as you listen, I recommend paying particular attention to your answers, perhaps saying them out loud if you are alone, or repeat them to yourself in your mind. The purpose of this is in order to create greater awareness of our guardian angels throughout the day and week, that we might do what St. Paul encouraged us to do, pray without ceasing. Let's reflect on those questions. What is the spiritual reality that I am now more aware of having read this letter? What is something that I wish I could say to my guardian angel right now? Is there something I could thank them for? What is a struggle that I wish my guardian angel could help me more with? Guardian angel, can you help me more with this, please? Please pray for me on my behalf that God's grace might be poured into me to aid me with this. After looking at this letter, what behaviors might I have to change? Or what sins do I need to repent of? I aware of how my actions affect my guardian angel? Am I aware of how my actions affect Christ and his sacred heart, which is wounded by the sins of men? What are decisions that I make that might grieve either Christ or my guardian angel? Imagine if your guardian angel was standing or sitting with you right now. How do you imagine they would want you to change your life? What is a habit you could create that your guardian angel would appreciate? How can you best implement this habit? What specifically could you do? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who in your unfathomable providence are pleased to send your holy angels to guard us, hear our supplication as we cry to you, that we may always be defended by their protection, and rejoice eternally in their company. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. One God, forever and ever. Amen. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be on my side, to light, to guard, to rule, to guide. Amen.